Chats, Naomi House and Jack's Place Corporate Podcast, hosted by me, Lisa Congdon, Corporate Fundraiser. Today, I have with me Steve Rowe, who is the Managing Director at DECRA Organisational and Process Safety, which is based in Chilworth. Hello, Steve. Thank you for your time today. Great to have you join me. Please tell our listeners a bit about yourself and DECRA. Hi, Lisa. Lovely to hear from you again. So I'm Steve Rowe. I have worked at this company, which was previously known as Chilworth Technology. It was a little startup in Southampton in 1986. So I've worked here for 30 years now, working my way up through the ranks. I don't know how, but you'll have to ask others about that. I live locally. I live in Hedge End. got a lovely, supportive wife, two boys, uh, not so much boys anymore as young men. One just finished university, one at university. And at DECRA. DECRA is a global organization with about uh, 3 billion of revenues, about 50,000 employees worldwide. It's best known as a business in Germany for automotive inspection, but it also has an industrial safety, large industrial safety component to what the business does now. And we're part of that group. So we do process safety and organizational safety. So Process safety is helping people avoid big bangs, fires and explosions. So we work with lots of chemical and pharmaceutical companies to consult with them and to test for them. And the organisational safety is about human reliability. It's about improving cultures in organisations to be supportive of good safety performance and helping businesses change behaviours so that people behave more safely and act more safely. So that's the type of work we do. So we're a safety company, fundamentally, and our vision is to be the global partner for a safe world. So you know, we try and save lives in our own way. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. That's a great summary. And um, you talked about moving up the ranks and, and being part of the DECRA team for a long, long time. And I think for us, it's really nice that actually... Not only have you been supporting us for quite some time now, but also you've mentioned your wife, Sally, who I've had the pleasure of meeting on several occasions, um, has also, like you say, been very supportive in a lot of the crazy activities you guys have been doing. So we will come back to that. But I think what we really kind of want to start with is how the partnership between Naomi House and DECRA began. So if you just want to give us a little bit of insight onto that. So we originally, uh, going back before 2017, there was a seminal moment in 2017, which I'll come back to, but before 2017, we used to do little fundraising events. So when people, any of our employees had, you know, personal tragedies or, you know, close medical shaves, we would do little kind of spot events for British Heart Foundation or Cancer Research and things like that. We did a little bit of fundraising for Naomi House. So we had, we had a kind of very loose relationship with charities at that point. And we did a little bit. But from 2015, our organisation, you know, established more clearly what its vision was and what its mission was about saving lives and being passionate about saving lives and about safety. And that was a, that was a bit of a sea change. And, and as a manager of kind of, and as a leader, I've evolved my view over the last five years. You know, people, a lot of leaders pay lip service to our people are our most important asset, et cetera, you know, and then they go and behave differently to that. They put 
profit and productivity ahead of safety. You know, they write people off quickly. But I've come to realize that if you're going to say that people are your most important asset, then you, you have to really work hard to make that come to life. So I'm trying really hard to be an engaging, motivational place to work. I mean, we all spend 40 years of our life, if we spend eight hours a day sleeping, I I wish, uh, eight hours a day with our family and eight hours a day in work. So work's massive part of people's lives. So and it's it's got to be fun, you know, and nothing helps the clock go faster than if you enjoy and love what you do. So try and create an environment where we really look after people and you know, we really try and make work fun and we listen and we react and we try and reward appropriately, not just financially, but in other ways. So really trying to create a team that feels a bit like an extended family. And going back to the event that happened in 2017 that transformed our relationship with Naomi House, one of our colleagues, uh, George Jordan, in our analytical laboratory, his son had a rare form of childhood cancer, neuroblastoma, and the family received um, a lot of respite care support from Naomi House. And then, uh, sadly, in September 2017, Phelan, uh, George's young son, passed away. And Naomi House helped George with bereavement counselling that was transformational. Uh, I mean, I went to Phelan's funeral and it, it was the most emotional, gut-wrenching experience I've ever had. And George was a broken man, honestly. He, he has been able to find a purpose and to go on and to be progressive and look forward in a big part due to, to, to what Naomi House did for him after Phelan's passing. And through that period, I became more aware we did more, we started doing more activity fundraising. So the first thing that we did when George explained Phelan's condition, we were supporting him in every way we could with, you know, time off and flexibility as far as we possibly could to help him. But in Phelan's, as it turned out, his latter months, the family became aware of a nutritional supplements that had been shown to have a positive benefit towards sufferers of neuroblastoma and to help outcomes. So we, we organized a charity ride. So I'm a very keen amateur, very amateur cyclist. So I decided that we should do something all together. People wanted to help. People said, oh, it's terrible. You know, you know, what can we do? Is there anything I can do to help? Well, well actually, we could. You know, they were, the family were thinking about selling one of their, you know, two cars. So we said, right, we, we will raise some funds for these nutritional supplements. And so we did a, a charity ride around the Isle of Wight in May 2017. And we were privileged to have George and Cynthia and Phelan and Kelton and JJ, the whole family, come with us around the island. They went in the car. We went on our bikes and we raised about £6,000 towards their nutritional supplements, which was quite transformational for them. And then after Phelan's passing, in the following May, we decided we would do it again. But this time in recognition of the brilliant support that Naomi House had given to the family, we organized the charity event. We called it the Blue Ninja Challenge. The Blue Ninja was uh, Phelan's nickname. 
so we ran we ran the, the cycle ride again and we raised about five thousand pounds again it was about 20 to 30 of us cycled all in naomi house logoed tops around the island and we had a brilliant day and it it, it was it was really good that the family came with us again and it was it was emotional but the sense of team and camaraderie that you develop in a challenge like that is really breathtaking. I mean, it really gives me energy. I love things like that. And, and so did everybody that participated, loved it. So the following year, it was, when are we doing it again, Steve? And we've, we've done it every year since, despite some, some COVID challenges and interruptions. So that's how my relationship with Naomi House grew. Uh, well, I've been to the hospices on numerous occasions and I've listened to the inspiration that is Alistair Stewart, your patron, uh, talking so passionately about the work that you do. On my very first visit, I stood at the front door and then literally I braced myself. I was, I was literally terrified because I, I can't think of a worse situation than the situation that, that you will help people through. So I feared that it would be dark and sad and somber and I walked in the door and it was exactly the opposite it was uplifting it was cheery there was a guy with 15 musical instruments attached to him playing away and singing away and the children were engaging with him and they were happy and I'm just absolutely in awe of what you do and how you do it it's how you do it and it's it's brilliant so i'm a complete convert i've done ride london personally a couple of times now to support the charity and um yeah i've just got a, a really strong bond with naomi house and jack's place i don't really know how to follow that i'm sat here with um incredibly wet eyes and i know that story about how decra and naomi house formed their really lovely relationship. You've really talked about how important your people are. And I think your team at DECRA must be able to see that you have embraced that whole team being part of a bigger family. And with the support that DECRA have given us, we also feel part of that, that bigger, wider family that you have at DECRA. And um, like I say, I'm sat here with incredibly wet eyes because it's so impactful for our listeners to hear that actually the support that we give not only impacts on the families, but it also impacts on that family's community and, and the community being DECRA in this particular case. And like you say, the first time you were able to do your challenge, you had feeling with you, which is absolutely brilliant and um, those memories will stay with you all forever so you've touched a bit about the team spirit and the camaraderie around the the challenges that you've had over on the Isle of Wight and uh, you've loosely mentioned the restrictions that we had this year so as team DECRA and the blue the blue ninja team you were able to um, continue fundraising for us this year despite not being able to get on the island. So would you like to let us know about that? Yeah. So we set our 2020 challenge for the May weekend. So that, that weekend is, is precious. It marks an anniversary. And, and I, I know that the family have gr 
they have great memories of that day, that special day in 2017 when we all went together. And um, I think every, everybody who rode on that day, Phelan awarded us with medals. So I got the whole team medals for completing the challenge and Phelan gave everybody and placed these medals around uh, our necks. And one of my most treasured photos is my photo of Phelan giving me my medal. So we are, I'm absolutely committed to carrying on this work and, it, and it's hard work. You know, when you organise a charity event, I mean, you know, Lisa, when you organise, there's lots to do. There's lots of admin, there's lots of bureaucracy. I have to do risk assessments and publish them and I have to take care of first aid and nutrition and hydration. Now, I must say, first of all, you're a brilliant help with that because we always get big tray of bananas from you big crate of water which is fantastic and gives me a, a foot up but every time my you know my energy levels waver then I just think I just think back to the events which have led me to be here and it recharges me and I uh, go steadfastly forward I've got great help from my wife she's absolutely brilliantly supportive also a very caring person as well you know she really cares she's a teacher she loves children she hates bureaucracy but she loves <laughs> interacting with children she's just an absolute natural so um she's she's been a great help and she's really supportive she always comes around the island with us support she always makes three or four cakes which people salivate over at the breaks um last year we booked the challenge in may Obviously, coronavirus restrictions were still in full force then. So we delayed it, made the decision to delay it till September, thinking we'd be out the other side and we could happily do it then. And then literally a week before we were due to be doing the challenge in September around the island, the rule of six came into force, which meant that we couldn't, we weren't an officially recognised body. So um, we couldn't carry on with our pursuit as a team of 30 as there was. So it was, it was a question of how can we overcome this and still contribute to Naomi House. And so we, we just all broke up into smaller groups. And I think it was more than 20 people completed, still completed the challenge either individually and they rode in equivalent distance to around the island or in small groups. So I went out with a group of five others. We did a loop and we actually stopped in at Naomi House and, and sat on the doorstep at the front for a little uh, rest break. So, so we managed to do it and we raised more than £5,000 again last year, despite that. And since the publicity that Naomi House do, we've got another couple of businesses and, and individuals that have asked if they can join the team next time we do it. So it seems to be growing legs. So the chances of me being able to just quietly let it go to sleep, it's just not happening. <laughs> um, I don't think I'd let you go, let it go to sleep. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, you know, we were really kind of geared up that actually September we might be able to go. And this was going to be the first year that I was going to join you guys as well. So um, yeah. I was massively disappointed not to be able to do that. But we we do have a date in the diary for this year. Is that we right? Do yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah, Sunday, the 5th of September. So uh, I've sent a save the date to all of my intrepid riders. The people who have expressed an interest, people who have risen, ridden before, I've, I think I've got about 55 or 56 people on the list. If they all come, I really have got my hands full organisationally, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Absolutely. And you know that, as always, we will be there 
to support and anything that I can help with in terms of the organisational piece as well. But um, I do, as you've mentioned, the, uh, the support with the bananas and the water. We get uh, support from Hilden and Fife's who support us with all our mass participation events and kindly uh, donate when you come to do your, your cycle as well, which is brilliant. Um, You're so, can I just say, you are, you are such an easy charity to work with because you know you've got all those contrib- contributors and you you help in in so many ways you help me with the organization i think one year i mean one of the things that we do before this is to try and engage new people back in cycling again is you know we always do a series of training events starting five or six weeks before the ride you know we build the team up from five miles 10 miles 20 miles up to 40 miles that we've all ridden a decent distance before the event. And uh, one year we, we stopped at Naomi House and it was a ranged visit so that all of the riders who were, were on training that day could come in and have a little tour of the hospice of the areas that we were able to access and hear more. And your chef made the most amazing flapjacks that I've ever tasted. So the whole team left gorged. It took us about twice the time to get back as it did to get to you sort of gorged on flapjacks but you're just such a supportive group and every time I've been to the hospices uh, you know from uh, uh, Keith Wilson when he was there in marketing and and Paul uh, all of you and Susie and yourself in the fundraising team you're just all so engaged and enthusiastic you just make it so easy for us so thank you It, it really really is a pleasure and an honor but really easy to fall in love with your charity and, and what you do and support it. Oh, Steve, you're making me well up again. <laughs> That's really wonderful. And absolutely, if I could have given you a script to say those things, that's absolutely what I would have done. So I really... Did I read something out wrong? <laughs> yeah, I'll pay you later, Steve. But no, I think the sincerity that you've shown throughout the answers of my questions so far um, I'm sure that anybody listening will know that that was a genuine sincere observation of the team at the Amy House and like I've said numerous times before I am incredibly proud to be part of team Naomi and what you've just said is absolutely why I love my job I love being able to support businesses whilst they are fundraising and you know whether it's it's an event that they've created or whether it's an event that they're joining of ours whether they come and do some volunteering anything like that that is why I love my job and when it's well you just said we we make it easy but you've also made it for easy for us to be able to support you and we've had some fun along the way you know you've talked about Sally being great with kids when I've dropped off the uh, necessities of the bananas and the water you know Sally has completely embraced my children because I picked them up from school and dropped them off on on route on home you haven't just done the cycle ride shall we talk about quiz or do we not talk about quiz (laughs) you can talk talk about the quiz you can happily talk about that so uh Naomi House and Jack's Place Usually we hold a corporate fundraising quiz where we invite our corporate partners to come along and get involved with a quiz. And Deborah have taken part the last 
two, three years. Give us your give us your view on on a Naomi House quiz. Oh, it's really fun night. The food's always great. So yeah, I mean we we really enjoy it. So we we wouldn't miss one now. I'm also extremely lucky that in the work that I do, we've got some proper bods here as well. So we've got some really smart cookies. We've also got some people who remember absolutely random, useless information. So, and we tick all the boxes. We got sports geeks. We got, well, we've got scientists coming out of our ears, but we've got music aficionados. So when we come, so my participation is basically as a funder and mascot. So I just sit there, make sure everybody's got a drink, make sure they're all comfortable and happy. They answer all the questions. But we really enjoy the nights. They are, they are really good. And I think you went away with the winning title. Is that right? Might have done. Might have done. Might have done twice. 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 <laughs> yeah, Very modest. Happened. Very modest. I was hoping you were going to say that. I was hoping I wasn't going to have to prise that out of you. But no. It if is... it's, not about the, it's not about the winning. <laughs> It's not, not it's about taking part and raising money for the Amy House, absolutely. I mean, um, everything you do, I mean, just that that event as well, the way that you go about your work, it is work, but it's so personal. You know, it's not nameless, faceless charity that you just kind of throw your money into a black hole. There are, there are personal relationships established with all of you, between me and, you know, several of you in the team. And that that's what you know, I find really inspirational. As I say, I mean, the work that you do is in a, in a situation that most of us would consider the most tragic, awful situation that we could ever, ever imagine. But the way that you do it, so personally, so engaged, all of you so engaged is just amazing. So it is a privilege to support Naomi House and Jack's Place. Oh, thank you. I think... It's really important that anybody listening knows that when we work with businesses, that we tailor the relationship. So uh, the relationship that we have with DECRA is very much you and I on the kind of front line, the conversations that happen. And as you said, you, you know, you have met various members of the team over the last several years and we love to welcome you in. So obviously you talked about how you stopped by on the outside of Naomi House when you did your recent cycle ride, but you've also been a- along to a couple of our events at Naomi House as well, haven't you? And yeah. that's where you've had the opportunity to meet. I think you did actually meet Alistair Stewart at one of them, didn't you? Yeah, a couple of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you've met Paul, our director of fundraising, and obviously you've met Susie, and it's it's really nice and that talking about earlier about that building of that family I I also see that kind of the other way around is we you know we have I feel kind of created that family on both sides of the organizations would you would you agree with that yeah no it is it is unique I mean we've we all contribute to or participate in in numerous fundraising events throughout our lives you know lots of them and uh but few will genuinely hit you in the heart the way that the relationship with Naomi House. I mean, obviously there is a story of personal tragedy that has really propelled that relationship, but it's now it's self-propelling, you know, that that is some time ago and the relationship is as strong now between us as it 
as it ever has been. I absolutely agree. And um, I think, you know, we've obviously talked about George and his family and it is so lovely to be able to to be able to share that story for you to be able to come onto the podcast today and to be able to share that story so that the listeners are able to understand that that relationship you know like you said you had loosely been doing bits of fundraising a little bit for Naomi House a little bit for other charities and then George and and Phelan had their story they had that time where they came to you as a as an employee and said this was going on and you showed that great support and empathy for for the family that that led then into the relationship with Naomi House and that will always be part of Decra's story so even in years to come hopefully you know that will always be very much at the forefront of our memories of working with Decra and so I just wanted to take the time to say thank you to George for allowing the story to be shared and how that has then turned into something more. Like you just said, it's self-propelling and really unique relationship. And we're having lots of fun. So you've really kind of, I didn't even need to ask the question because I, one of the questions I was going to ask you was, how do you feel about working with Naomi House? That not just as an individual, but as a, you know, as a team and a business. And you've answered all of those questions without me even asking. Because Sorry. No, no, it's brilliant because that part of the story is, you know, that's how it all evolves and and that's why you feel so passionate about it. And I just, yeah, I'm absolutely in awe of how much you guys can do and, you know, you're the one leading it from the front. You are absolutely the one leading it from the front and encouraging the team. But we've met some of the team and they are also just as passionate. And again, you know, I think obviously having George there with them um, on a daily basis is that reminder that actually Naomi House is still very much an organization that needs support from the general public. And it is in everybody's heart. So, uh, so thank you to George Phelan, his family. Thank you to you and your very supportive family the team at Decra who get involved in this crazy I don't think you've actually said how many miles you cycle on the Isle of Wight because there might be some people like me when I first met you didn't know how how many miles the, the actual route was so how many miles do you cycle? Well if you say it in kilometres it's more impressive because it's 100 kilometres which is about 60 <laughs> it's about 66 miles but it's not so much the distance people when they look over to the Isle of Wight think it's flat it is not flat. It's got a couple of <laughs> monstrous hills on it. So that's what gets people. So that's why the training is so important. But it makes it a challenge. And one, one, of the, one of the rewarding things is when you take somebody who's not cycled for 20 years or 30 years and says, oh, I feel like doing it. I want to do it. And then we, we help them. And then sitting outside the lifeboat in these cows, when they come in, when they finish and seeing the pride on their faces and the beaming smiles on their faces is it's really quite something so so actually we, we help people's kind of physical well-being by encouraging people to cycle as well and a few people have done it having not cycled for years and kept up some degree of cycling you know so there's a peripheral benefits as well but it's 66 miles is the short answer 
I couldn't probably even cycle six miles. So 66 miles is very, very impressive. And um, even with uh, going back to the quiz, I remember a couple of your guys actually turning up on their bikes because they do a lot of your team actually do ride to work. They cycle to work every day, don't they? Which yeah. is, you know, uh, is really great. So when they came along um, of an evening and, and jumping off their bikes, I knew exactly who they were, I think. <laughs> can't you can't you cannot be sad on a bike you cannot be sad on a bike when you when you're out on a bike you get to go lovely places beautiful scenery but the endorphins that go through your head all the problems that keep you awake at three o'clock in the morning all become soluble when you're out on a bike so I'm a very very virtuous about extolling the benefits of cycling so I'm a bit um preachy about it <laughs> so I try try to rein myself in when I get carried away <laughs> and um and that's it so exactly you uh you mentioned that it's great for your physical health but also absolutely your um mental health and well-being is a great way to be supported whilst you're out cycling not today so much though because it's uh it's raining here I don't know about well you're if you're at home, you're only around the corner from me, so it must be raining where you are too. I'm in, I'm in work and I cycled in, so I've got to cycle home in this. Thank you very much for reminding me. <laughs> I'm ever so sorry. Um, I'm going to give you three quick fire questions that weren't on your potential questions for today. So first of all, what's your favourite ice cream? Well, I like vanilla ice cream. I like it's got to be Cornish. You can get clotted cream ice cream, which is very yummy. Um, I like a flake in it, and I also like uh, raspberry sauce on it. Very nice. And have you got a best bit of lockdown that you're willing to share with us? The best bit of lockdown. <laughs> so I, I can give you two answers. One, one is my personal answer, which is uh, in the first lockdown last year, everybody stayed at home. And when you were out cycling, Legally, I was allowed to. When you were out cycling, the roads were completely empty. It was amazing and the weather was great. So that's that's the personal answer. But the other thing that struck me was when, when we all started clapping for uh, the NHS and the carers on a Thursday night, I found that really, really moving. And it, and it really brought communities together. I mean, our street's a bit of a faceless street. It's reasonably busy. But seeing everybody outside every house down the street, that, that was really emotional. So I, I like that. Oh, I agree. And um, my little boys were very keen to carry that on and do that each week. So like you say, it brought communities together. We we now know all of our neighbours that we didn't know previously. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and I think, like you say, bringing people together throughout lockdown has probably been one of the best bits for me as well so I agree with you there and lastly the next place you want to visit when we're all allowed to fly again oh I think Sally deserves a beach holiday she might have a significant birthday this year (gasps) this relates relates back to a couple of years ago when um, I did ride London (laughs) for, for Naomi House and it just happened to be on Sally's birthday. So I tried to sell her the, let's go to London for a night. We'll go and see a show. And then, But we've got to be in bed early because I've got to get up at six o'clock in the morning. But she very graciously uh, accepted it. 
And she was particularly touched by the fact that you and all of the team sent her and signed a birthday card for her to acknowledge her sacrifice that day. So this year, once lockdown is over, we need we need a holiday, either a beachy holiday or a short city break just to uh, get away and have some time together. Lovely. I am. Um, I literally was cringing when you were saying about the ride London because I did feel personally bad that I was taking um, Sally's husband away <laughs> for the day uh, not that I was at ride London but taking you away and not being able to celebrate her birthday as you normally would so again we are massively grateful for that and you had a great time by all accounts so she, look she's so selfless uh, not only did she accept me doing it she came up and surprised me at the finish line with with my eldest son which was brilliant and then we went out for a lovely meal so I mean that's the kind of selfless person she is she's she's absolutely brilliant oh that's so lovely so lovely and um there's there's nothing else I have to ask you today Steve but other than just thank you thank you for your time thank you for sharing your wonderful stories I've really enjoyed chatting to you today and the fact that you've made me cry a couple of times Sorry <laughs> about well. that. that's okay uh that's you know it it's nice to be able to hear your stories again even though I know them personally but um for you to be able to share them with our people that are listening today so it hits me every time I, I tell the story. It really hits me hard, like for the first time. Absolutely. So. And I don't think that will ever change. I think that will always be the case. But thank you very much. And I look forward to seeing you in person in a not too distant future. Thank you so much for listening to Naomi and Jack's chats. I hope you've enjoyed listening today. I'd love it if you could join me again. On the next episode, I'll be joined by Guy Wright from Freestyle IT. If you did want to find out a little bit more about getting involved and creating a partnership with us, please do email us at hello at naomihouse.org.uk. That's hello at naomihouse.org.uk. And we look forward to hearing from you.